in the name of Jesus Heavenly Father we rejoice that tonight we are accepted in the beloved and we thank you for the privilege that we have to take our stand in the finished work of Christ and receive from your excellent glory everything that you have made available to us in the resurrection and exaltation that you obtained by virtue of your sacrificial work. And tonight I decree that whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Bodies and yokes are destroyed, your people built up, equipped, edified. And we rejoice in faith tonight that by the end of this service we'll all be the better for it. So we give you praise, glory and honor for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name and every believer sees a powerful amen. Glory to God. Let's lift our right hands to heaven as we release our feet together tonight as we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the world. I do the word naturally. Therefore today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, and every believer sees a powerful amen. We want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of Kingdom Life Network, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. And we want to welcome the entire Aquaibom State community to the service tonight, wherever you're listening to me on radio, whether by Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Aquaibom, you know you, FM, Inspiration FM, Heritage FM. We're so glad to welcome all of you to this great service tonight. Hey, listen, do your friend a favor, invite somebody, ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves and our social media community we love you and always a joy and an honor to have all of you to fellowship with every day as we fellowship in the word of his grace like you've always done do me the same favor again today let's flood the earth and the nations with the fragrance of Jesus' grace help me share the video on your on your page share it with all the groups on your page join as many groups as possible put the video of this service on whatsapp group put them on telegram and monogram let's lighten the dark places of the earth with the truth of God's word tonight. What a joy and a privilege to welcome also all our campuses and everyone that is connected, all our Bible study centers. We're going to have an adventure in the word of his grace tonight as we study, you know, about Jesus and what he has made available to us as believers in him. So I'd like you to grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible, and you can be seated with your sweet, smart self as we get into the word of God tonight. Uh, uh, uh. Glory to God. Let me also use the opportunity to invite all of you that are listening in Aquaibo. Maybe you're somewhere around who you here where you can quickly get to power city for example you know for those of you that have been seeking to speak in tongues you've been praying for the baptism of the holy spirit you fasted and nothing happened this evening is your evening if you can get here to 98 waniba road uyo Bomb state we're waiting for you at the end of this teaching we'll minister to all of you and you know get you to flow in the spirit and receive all that is yours 
in the spirit because they are all given to you without condition and it's just left for you to understand so you can flow in their reality so we're looking forward to having all of you come in this evening let me also mention from from sunday for those of you in Aquaibum, from this sunday to the upper sunday from the 28th of february to the 7th of march we have an open bible school open bible school and it's going to be free for those of you that are hungry to be used of god you're hungry to be equipped you're hungry to be trained you want to learn of christ you want to grow in the knowledge of christ or you're a minister of the gospel who is hungry to be used by god or you are a believer a christian you know who just wants to grow in the things of god and want to be used mightily by god in these last days i want to invite all of you to be part of the bible school there's no school fees is free all you need to do is stop by power city international number 98 waniba road uyo Akwai bomb state and ask for a form for the open bible school just ask for a form they will give you a form you fill the form that's all you need to be admitted into the bible school next week it's every evening 6 p.m gmt plus one every evening 6 p.m right here at power city i'll be teaching and ministering to you and we're going to be imparting and you know laying hands on those of you that are going to avail yourselves this opportunity every child of god has ministry on the inside but it takes training to bring it out. And this training, you're not going to pay for it. It's for free. So in Aquaibom, if you know people that have the call of God, people that desire to be used by God, reach out to them. Tell them to stop by Power City, pick a form, and get ready to be in class beginning from Monday. Sunday will be introduction, first and second service at 7.30 a.m. and, and 10.30 a.m. will be introduction. But from Monday will be training proper, Monday to Saturday, 6 p.m., gmt plus one every day and this is for the aquaibom state community or those of you around aquaibom listening to me that can travel down and camp here for one week is from monday to saturday next week open bible school and it's free you just need to get yourself here and the rest will be history praise god all right let's get in the word yesterday we began to lay some you know foundations on the baptism the baptism of the holy ghost the baptism of the holy ghost and we stopped at utterance yesterday look at the book of acts of the apostles chapter 1 verse 8 acts chapter 1 verse number 8 but you shall receive power after that the holy ghost is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me both in jerusalem and in all judea and in samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth all right now Look at the book of Luke chapter 24 verse 49. Luke 24 verse 49. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon, upon, upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Now we establish yesterday that when Jesus said behold, behold means to see. You can't ask somebody to behold what is not already there. So when he was saying behold, it means it was already available to them. Now in Acts chapter 2, we see the fulfillment of that promise. Acts chapter 2 verse number 4. Acts chapter 2 verse number 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they began to speak with other tongues. As the Spirit gave them utterance. As the Spirit gave them utterance. So what did the Spirit give to them? utterance another term used is filled with the holy ghost filled with the holy ghost and we said the word filled is a greek word pletho p-l-e-t-h-o 
Plato is used for furnishing somewhere, furnishing somewhere or to furnish it. The word field or you can have the word inspired. When I say field in normal language, I mean fill the cup. But that's not what he means in this context. It means to be inspired by because you will see it and it is used for different emotions. We saw Acts chapter 3 verse 10. They were filled with wonder and amazement. We saw Acts chapter 5 verse 17. They were filled with indignation. How do you know if somebody is filled with indignation? He will say something. Then we also saw Acts chapter 13 verse 45. They were filled with envy and said things. And said things. So whether filled with indignation or filled with anger, something will be said. So you will always know that someone is filled by what he says. Look at Luke chapter 1 verse 41. Luke chapter 1 verse 41. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Next verse. She was filled with the Holy Ghost and she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. She was filled with the Holy Ghost and she spake. Look at Luke chapter 1 verse 67. Luke chapter 1 verse number 67. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied saying. He was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied saying. So when you see the term filled, it means to speak. Speak by the Holy Ghost. To be filled with the Holy Ghost means to speak by the Holy Ghost. So who determines to be filled from what we have learned? Who determines to be filled? The speaker, the receiver. So being filled is a vocal expression. Being filled is a vocal expression. Being filled is not inactive. It's active by what you say. Being filled is active by what you say. Remember Acts 1 8 where we read and Luke 24 49. You shall receive or you shall be clothed. And they are saying the same thing. The baptism of the Holy Ghost. Now how do you receive the Holy Ghost? By speaking. How are you clothed with the Holy Ghost? by speaking how are you filled with the holy ghost by speaking so acts chapter 2 verse 14 let's see how brother peter explains the experience when they asked him what is this acts chapter 2 verse 14 but peter standing up with the 11 lifted up his voice and said unto them ye men of judea and all ye that dwell at jerusalem be this known unto you, and hearken unto my words. Next verse. For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. 15, I mean six, 17. 
And it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Brother Peter was quoting from Joel chapter 2 verse 28. Now what was the evidence that they were filled with the Holy Ghost according to the prophecy? They were speaking. Is this the new birth? Is this the new birth? Being filled with the Holy Ghost, is this salvation? No. Is this the baptism with the Holy Ghost? Yes. So is the baptism with the Holy Ghost salvation? No. Because salvation is not prophesying. Salvation is not speaking. Alright. So this experience is different from the term baptism with the Holy Spirit. So what's the power again? The power in Acts chapter 2 verse 4 was the power to speak. Utterance. Utterance. So let's examine the word utterance. Utterance is from two words. And I'm going to spell those words for you. A-P-O-P-H-T-H-E-G-G-O-M-A-I. I spell it again. A-P-O-P-H-T-H-E-G-G-O-M-A-I. Apo. Apo faith. Apo faith guy. Gomai. Let's see where it is taken from. There are two words. Fegomai. P-H, I mean P-T-H, E-G-G-O-M-A-I. Fegomai. You will see that word, Fegomai, in Acts chapter 4 verse 18. Acts chapter 4 verse 18. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. To speak, Fegomai. To speak. Look at it again using Second Peter 2.16. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 16. But was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumb ass speaking, speaking, speaking. Look at again Second Peter chapter 2 verse 18. Second Peter chapter 2 verse 18. So when they speak great swelling words of vanity, when they speak, that is the word phegomai in the Greek. So utterance must have words. Utterance must have words. There must be sound in utterance. The interesting thing about this sound is an indefinite word. Indefinite. The sound is undefined. The sound is undefined. So it's not a set of words. It is just speaking. So the Holy Ghost gave them not a particular kind of speaking. He didn't give them a set of words in a dictionary. It's just a sound. A sound that has no definite dictionary. Or definite grammatical connotation. Are we here? The sound did not have any definites. It, it was not a set of words in a dictionary. It's just a sound. A sound that has no definite dictionary or definite grammatical connotation. 
That is what happened. The Holy Ghost just gave them utterance. That is the ability and capacity to say things that are not necessarily definite. And he says, he calls them other tongues. The word etheros in the Greek, etheros, other tongues. It means different, different. That is different from the one you speak normally. Different from the one you speak normally. Or most importantly, different from regular human communication. Different from regular human communication. So in other words, what Jesus was saying about them being baptized with the Holy Ghost is same as John the Baptist. He calls it being clothed with power or receiving the promise of my father. And of course, receiving the promise of his father in that context has to do with speaking. It has to do with utterance. So, is the promise of the father the new birth? Is it salvation? No. Is it the baptism with the Holy Ghost? Yes. Is it utterance? Yes. So the promise of the Father is utterance. So the promise of the Father is the, prom is the baptism with the Holy Ghost. Right? Now, Acts chapter 2 verse 37 to 38. Acts of the Apostles chapter 2 verse 37 to 38. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Next verse. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the remission of sins. Number one. Don't mix it. For the remission of sins first and you shall receive Okay, again, what's the word receive? To take off, lambano, or to take from. To take off, or to take from. So, the moment you have remission of sins, what's available to you? The gift of the Holy Ghost. The moment you are born again, at the point of being born again, what is available to you? The gift of the Holy Ghost, or utterance are we in the building so was it available when jesus was talking to his disciples was it available when jesus was saying to them you shall receive power it was available because at the point where you are born again what is available the gift of the holy ghost praise the lord so the moment you have remission of sins which is the new birth that means that the baptism of the holy ghost is available to you that is to say, utterance is available to you. Are you still here? So he says, the gift of the Holy Ghost is the word doron in the Greek, doron, which is utterance. So, the remission of sins is mine. Then, I receive. I take off or I take from the spirit, utterance. Pay attention. In this instance, what will Peter be referring to as the gift of the Holy Ghost? What will Peter be referring to as the gift of the Holy Ghost? 
utterance. I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall walk. So as a result of the outpouring, what will be the attendant action? Utterance. So the gift of the Holy Ghost is utterance. The baptism of the Holy Ghost is utterance. Are we in the building? Yeah. You shall receive power. Which power? The power of utterance. The power of utterance. Please stay with me. The power of utterance. So, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost will lead to what? Speaking. Prophesy. And in prophecy, tongues are included. Tongues are included. What kind of tongue? Different kind of tongue. So, is the baptism with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues? Huh? Yes. It can be it can be because it was tongues and interpretation of tongues. Your sons and daughters shall what? Prophesy. What is prophecy? Tongues plus interpretation of tongues. Alright? But did he include tongues in the prophecy? Well, yes, without making mention of it. Because when we say you shall prophesy, what it implies is that there will be tongues and interpretation. Are we in the building? Look at Acts chapter 8 verse 14. Acts chapter 8 verse number 14. <clears throat> now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John. Samaria, this was after Philip has finished preaching his crusade. Now, alright, so Samaria had received the gospel. What does it mean when we say a man has received the gospel? Salvation. So can we say a man that has received the gospel is a believer? Alright, so receiving the gospel means you are a believer. So when he says Samaria had received the gospel, what does it mean? believers were arisen in samaria all right now so the the believers in samaria were they seated with christ were they seated with christ were they on high were they raised together with jesus all right now acts chapter 8 verse 15 <clears throat> after they heard that samaria had received the gospel, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. That's confusing because to be born again is to receive the Holy Ghost. But then he now explains in verse 16 what he meant. Verse 16. Acts 8, 16. For as yet he was falling upon none of them. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So they were born again, but they didn't have utterance falling on them. Are we together? They were born again, but they didn't have utterance. Please stay with me. Now, so what is he talking about there? The baptism with the Holy Ghost. Look at verse 17. 17. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the holy ghost so when he said they received the holy ghost was that the new birth 
What was that? Utterance. Utterance. All right? Now. Now. Was the Holy Ghost inside everybody they laid hands on? When they laid hands on them, did they already have the Holy Ghost inside them? So when a man is born again and we lay hands on him, are we giving him the Holy Ghost? Does he already have the Holy Ghost? So when we lay hands on him, what do we do? What, what, what is happening with the laying on of hands? We are stirring up what is already inside so that he can take off or take from. Are we together here? So that he can take off or take from. Please stay with me. This is very important. Now, let's observe something here. Acts chapter 8 verse 18. Acts chapter 8 verse 18. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money. When Simon saw that the Holy Ghost was given, he means he saw something. It means that when you prepare to receive the Holy Ghost, which he said is to receive from or to take off, he saw it means there are things you will see. Alright? There are things you will see. Which means that receiving the Holy Ghost is whose action? The believer's or the Holy Ghost action? The believer's action. What did Simon see? What God did or what the believer did? What they did. So receiving the Holy Ghost is whose responsibility? The believer's responsibility. So he saw, and as he saw, he ran down with an offering to collect. He said, give me this power. He came to sow seed. And if it's in some churches today, they will say, that brother understands grace. He knows how to tap into grace. You know, that brother knows how to tap into grace. You know, um, he, he knows. He just wrote a, you know, he just wrote a check of $10 million. He knows how to tap into grace. Alright? But, but what did Peter say to Simon? Look at verse 19. Look at verse 19. Saying, give me also this power that on whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. But Peter said unto him, thy money perish with thee. That is both you and your money perish. Because thou hast taught that the doron of God may be purchased with money. The doron of God. Look at verse 21 and see what Peter said to him. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter. For thy heart is not right in the sight of God. The word matter. You have neither lot nor mat nor mat nor part in this matter is the word lego l-e-g-o in the greek lego means speaking or utterance you have no part or lot in this utterance so what did simon see he saw utterance anytime you use the word receive there must be a gift every time we say receive it means there is a gift that you are receiving from or of. In Acts 1.8, receive. You shall receive power. 
the gift of utterance. In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak as the Spirit gave them utterance. That means they received something. Luke 24 49, you shall, you shall be endued with power from on high. That means something was given. Acts chapter 2 verse 39. Give me that one. Acts chapter 2 verse 39. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Alright now. So watch this. Acts 10 43. Are you still in the building? Acts 10 43. To him give all the prophets witness. That through his name, whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. They heard that they are saved. Peter was explaining to them that what Jesus has done has covered their sins forever. They are eternally forgiven. When they understood that by virtue of the sacrificial work of Christ, they have a right standing with God. While they understood that, bam, they received. They took hold of. Yeah, they took off. They took from. The Bible says the Holy Ghost fell on them. That is, they took it. They lambano. Yeah, they received the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible tells us they began to speak in tongues. The Holy Ghost fell. Now question. Did it fall on their head? Remember, we dealt with that yesterday. The Holy Ghost fell means he fell on their mouth. From their heart, he fell on their mouth. The Holy Ghost falls on the mouth or from the mouth look at verse 45 of that same scripture where we're reading verse 45 hallelujah and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with peter because that on the gentiles also was poured out the gift of the holy ghost on the gentiles also was poured out the gift of the holy ghost was poured out from where? From their inside. From their inside through their mouth. I will pour out, not down. I will pour out my spirit. Upon, upon will mean open your mouth and speak. Upon. I will pour upon. It means open your mouth and speak pour out upon open your mouth for it to be upon open your mouth for it to be upon so the gift of the holy ghost is received and that gift is utterance look at acts chapter 19 verse number 6 acts chapter 19 verse number 6 and when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they spake with tongues and prophesied. They spake with tongues and prophesied. How did you know it came upon, upon them? In Acts chapter 19. They spake and prophesied. So the Holy Ghost coming upon is coming upon from where? 
from within. Hallelujah. From within. So when that happens, the believer is called filled with the spirit. Filled with the spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 4. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. So the moment a believer takes of that gift of utterance, every other thing becomes his responsibility. You didn't hear that. The moment a believer takes of that gift of utterance, every other thing becomes his responsibility. Look at Acts chapter 4 verse 31. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of God with boldness. How do we know they were filled with the Holy Ghost? They spake the word of God with boldness. Alright? Look at Acts chapter 4 verse 8. Acts chapter 4 verse number 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, said unto them, Acts chapter 13 verse 9. Acts chapter 13 verse 9. Then Saul, who also is called Paul, filled with the Holy Ghost, set his eyes on him. Filled with the Holy Ghost. So, utterance is the issue here. Tongues plus interpretation of tongues. Utterance. Tongues plus interpretation of tongues when someone is born again and says i want you to help me get baptized with the holy ghost i lay hands on him and let him know that all he is to do is to speak i lay hands on him and i will inform him strategically and confidently my brother as i'm putting my hands on you make sure you speak Make sure you speak. Are we together here? How do I know it is from God? Is your salvation from God? If your salvation is fake, your tongues are fake. If your salvation is from God, your tongues are from God. If you that are evil know how to give good, good gifts to your children, how much more will your father give the Holy Ghost to those that ask him? Once you are born of God, you are born of the Spirit. So when you speak, you speak from the spirit. There's nothing like fake tongues for a believer who is genuinely saved. For a believer who is born of the spirit. That makes it easy right now, isn't it? That makes it easy for anybody who wants to speak in tongues. You only receive once. Afterward, after you receive once, it is called being filled with the spirit. You receive baptism once. Then you continue to be filled with the spirit. And how do you get filled with the Holy Ghost? You get filled with the spirit speaking. So every time you speak, what is happening? You are filled. And when you are filled, what happens? You speak. And when you speak, what happens? You are filled. And when you are filled, what happens? You speak. And when you speak, what happens? You are filled. It's just a circle. You are filled, you speak, you speak, you are filled, you are filled, you speak, you speak, you are filled, you are filled, you speak, you speak, you are filled. Are we together in the building here? Yeah, Kabo Jagaya. I tell you, let me just finish this teaching now because this is the beginning to catch me. Afterward, it's called being filled with the Spirit. 
So the man that is born again now begins to be filled by the spirit himself. You don't need somebody to lay hands on you anymore. Because you already are flowing. You have received once. The rest is your responsibility. That terminology, baptism with the Holy Ghost, remember Jesus took it from John's prophecy. It wasn't original. Jesus said, you have heard of me. So, that term didn't come from Jesus. Look at Acts 1, 4 and 5. You'll see there. Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. Mm -mm. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, you have heard of me. Jesus is quoting from John's prophecy. So, they were not Jesus' terminology. In the book of Acts, that was the terminology baptism with the holy ghost in other words it was an experiential terminology an experiential terminology what you can call a journalist language a journalist language but when you get to the epistles you will find out that that language is no more used you won't find baptism of the holy ghost in the epistles what you have you know, what you have retained in the epistles will not be the Holy Ghost and baptism. That's why we don't refer to it here in Power City as baptism with the Holy Ghost. We call it being filled with the Spirit. Being filled with the Spirit because that's the terminology of the epistles. That will be more legitimate in the epistles. Being filled with the Spirit. Nothing is wrong with the term being baptized with the Holy Ghost. But you see, we have much more insight if we refer to it as being filled with the Spirit. So if you lay hands on someone today who has received the gospel, you tell him you can be filled with the Spirit. Look at Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. And be not drunk with wine wherein is excess. But be being filled with the Spirit. Next verse, speaking. But be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves. Filled with the Spirit, speaking. Look at Colossians 3.16. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Brother Paul, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Now, brother Paul doesn't use the word baptized or be baptized. He just said, I will that you all speak with tongues. That's the kind of language brother Paul uses. He doesn't use baptized. I will that you all speak with tongues. Look at 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 5. I will that you all speak with tongues. Or I will that you all speak with tongues. But rather that you prophesy. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues. Except he interpret that the church may receive edifying from tomorrow we begin to talk about how to interpret tongues it's going to be an exciting study trust me all right now that same first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 chapter 14 verse number 2 
For he that speaketh in a tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth, how be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Give me verse 4. 1 Corinthians 12, 4. He that speaketh in a tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. So brother Paul does not use baptize. He just calls it, I will that you all speak with tongues. He that speaks with tongues, that's the way brother Paul uses it. He that speaks with tongues. So the terminology changes. That means the believer is in an office to speak with tongues. The believer is in an office to speak with tongues. He is born again. So he speaks with tongues. We will be relying on the we will not be relying on the book of Acts anymore, having taught you this much. We are now in the epistles and we're going, you know, we are speaking to the born again man. The born again man is he that speaks in tongues. Because you are born again and you have the Holy Ghost in you. First Corinthians 3:16. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. First Corinthians 6:19. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is in, 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 in the believer. So why have you not spoken with tongues? Because you have not spoken with tongues. Pastor, why am I not speaking? Because you are not speaking. Simple. Why don't I speak in tongues? Because you are not speaking with tongues. There's no other reason. The believer is in an office by virtue of salvation where he speaks with tongues. And it is your responsibility to speak. So if you are not speaking, it is because you are not speaking. <laughs> if you are not speaking, it is because you are not speaking. You know when we got born again newly and we started getting people baptized with the Holy Ghost. I remember early 80s when we just go around getting people. Because then people speaking in tongues was very scarce. In churches, people used to tarry and wait for the Spirit. <laughs> So, we gather people and want to get them baptized with the Holy Ghost. And they start falling. And they will say, that's the power. That's the anointing. They are not speaking in tongues. We are just flabbergasted by the falling and the shout. But as we begin to understand, it's not the falling that is speaking in tongues. After you fall, you still have to speak. You still have to speak. I don't know if you understand. So, if you are falling, fall but speak. And of course, you can still stand without falling and speak. <laughs> I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, we were carried away by folly. We used to like people falling. Ah, in the 80s and 90s, anointing is falling. If nobody falls, you are not anointed. You can't pray for people and they are standing. That is why some people employed pushing. If I pray and you don't fall, I push. Put one leg behind, put the hand and push. I've seen a lot of people push people and injured them and wounded them. You know, but it is not necessary. Why, why push people? You are not the Holy Ghost. You are not the anointed. <laughs> Praise God. But that's the desperation because falling then meant you were anointed. But thank God for knowledge. Praise God. And somebody says, Dr. Damina, why have I not prophesied? Because you have not prophesied. Let me tell you, the truth of the gospel is the moment a man is born again, he should speak in tongues and prophesy. That is the way the epistles teach it. Prophecy and tongues should be hand in hand. You shouldn't be speaking more in tongues than prophesying. It should be tongue prophesy, tongue prophesy, which is actually tongues and interpretation. 
That's the way it was designed. You will, you, will, you will see something tomorrow. That's the way it was designed. You're not supposed to speak in tongues. And what we have in the church world today is people speak in tongues all over the place. Nobody's prophesying. Just a few people prophesy and it ought not to do so. And the reason why it's like that is because the Holy Ghost has been taught from experience, not from doctrine. But when we teach you doctrine now, it will power you. You'll find yourself prophesying and interpreting tongues everywhere you're found. You'll just be speaking and interpreting them. Because the same faith with which you speak is the same faith with which you interpret. So if you speak at all, you should interpret. Are we together here? Yeah, if you speak in tongues at all, you should interpret. Now, so why have I not prophesied? Because you have not prophesied. You have not spoken with tongues because you have not spoken. You don't pray about it. You don't pray about it. You don't trust God for it. You speak in tongues. There's nothing to pray about. There's nothing to beg God for. There's nothing to trust God for. You're already born of God. The spirit is already in you. Take of it. Take from it and speak. If you keep praying for what you have, you will never have an answer to that prayer. If you keep praying for what you already have, there's no answer coming because you already have it. So there's no point praying for what you already have. You already have the spirit. You're born of God. You're born of the spirit. You're born again. Are we in the building? You have to speak. The man who is born again will speak. In the house of Cornelius, while Peter yet speak, they began to speak in tongues. At what point can someone speak with tongues? The moment he is born again. The moment he receives Christ. Cornelius interpreted tongues. In the house of Cornelius, they interpreted tongues from the very first day. As they received the baptism, they prophesied. 120 on the day of Pentecost. As they received the Holy Ghost, they interpreted. That's the way it's designed to function. Not that you're speaking in tongues for one month without one interpretation. No, no. You should speak and interpret. You speak and interpret. You speak and interpret. Whether in church service or in individual time where you alone are praying, you should interpret what you're saying so that you yourself have an understanding of what the Spirit is saying to you. That's the way God designed it. Am I teaching good? That's the way it was designed. And that's the way it operated in, in the book of Acts as the church began to grow. Look at Acts chapter 19 verse 6. Acts chapter 19 verse number 6. Mm -mm. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spoke with tongues and what? Prophesied. The same moment they got born again, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. Same time. It was not after. It was not two days after. The moment they were filled with the Holy Ghost, they spoke in tongues and they prophesied. In other words, they said things in human language as they spoke with tongues. That is, they spoke with tongues and interpreted them in human language. The epistles don't call this baptism with the Holy Ghost. In the epistles, baptism is salvation. In the book of Acts, baptism is utterance. In the epistles, Baptism is salvation. Look at Romans chapter 6 verse 4. Romans chapter 6 verse 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in the newness of life. That is salvation. Every time you see the word baptism in the epistles, it's talking salvation. 
In 1 Corinthians 7, 17, he's talking salvation. Romans 6, 6 is talking salvation. I have said this many times. Nobody sent you to baptize anyone with water. Look at it, 1 Corinthians 7, 17. 1 Corinthians 7, 17. Hallelujah. Just a minute. First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 1.17, sorry. 1.17. For Christ sent me not to baptize. Nobody sent you to baptize. But to preach the gospel. Not with words of wisdom of words. Lest the cross of Christ should be made of non-effect. What a baptism is just like taking a bath. It has no effect at all on your faith. It's not commanded by Jesus. And it's not a doctrine of the church. Nothing is wrong with, with water, I mean with, with, with bathing. I had a bath this morning. Amen. But the truth is, it's of no spiritual significance. In fact, Paul said, in the exact, is the exact, water baptism is the exact opposite of the preaching of the gospel. Is the exact opposite. Baptism of water is not a commandment of Jesus. Neither is it a doctrine of the church. You know. It doesn't matter which people do it. And it doesn't matter for how long they have been doing it. If they like, let it be that they've been doing it before Pentecost. In fact, let it be that they started before Mount Sinai. It makes no difference. It is not the doctrine of the church. Someone said it's a demonstration of your faith. And I asked him to who? Who are you demonstrating it to? He said to the world. Then I asked him, is the world watching you when, they were, when you were swimming? How many of the world are watching? Are you, are you, are you with me? <laughs> Praise God. 1 Corinthians 12, 13. Baptism there is salvation. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Salvation. Ephesians 4, 5. Ephesians 4 5. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, salvation. Galatians 3.27. Galatians 3.27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Salvation. Salvation. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 2. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 2. Of the doctrine of baptisms is talking about washings of the old testament washings first peter chapter 3 verse 20 first peter chapter 3 verse 20 which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of god waited in the days of noah while the ark was a preparing wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water next verse the like figure whereon to even baptism doth also now save us not the putting away of the field of the flesh but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So Peter lets you know that the baptism we are referring to has nothing to do with water. The epistles don't have, you know, baptism by the Holy Ghost or with the Holy Ghost. For either water or speaking in tongues. In the epistles, baptism is salvation. Look at Titus chapter 3 verse 4. Titus. Chapter 3, verse 4. Somebody getting blessed? Titus chapter 3, verse 4. 
But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Next verse. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. How? By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. To be born afresh or born again. So we have the Holy Ghost in us. And what we call being filled with the Holy Ghost is to yield to the Spirit by utterance. You yield to the Spirit by utterance. That is tongues and interpretation of tongues. Interpretation of tongues means to give meaning to what you said in tongues. To give meaning to what you said in tongues. Someone says, how do I do it? The same way you spoke in tongues. The same way you spoke in tongues is the same way you give meaning. Same way. Same way. As you spoke in tongues, you turn back and give meaning to what you just spoke. Are we together here? Yeah, tongues and interpretation. Tongues. I've gotten people, you know, baptized with the Holy Ghost and they prophesied instantly. It has happened time after time. They just prophesied. Prophesied. And some of them will prophesy. You think they've been prophesying all their lives. Some very matured utterance. You see them prophesying with such accuracy and maturity. Why? Same moment they got born again. Same moment they received the Holy Spirit. Same moment they prophesied. That's the way it was designed. And that's the way it has to be in the church of Christ. That's the way it has to be in the church of God in these last days. Can somebody shout hallelujah? So, who should speak with tongues? Who should speak with tongues? Anyone born again. Anyone that is born again. Except you are not born again. Anyone that is born again should speak with tongues. Mark 16, 15 to 17. Mark 16, 15 to 17. And he said unto them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They, shall, they that believe shall speak with new tongues. They that believe. Except you are not a believer. They that believe shall speak with new tongues. Say with me, I speak with tongues. Anyone who believes. There's nowhere in the Bible where anyone was excluded. Nowhere in the Bible. In Acts chapter 2 verse 4, all speak. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. How many of them? All. In Acts chapter 2 verse 38 and 39. Peter says anyone who has believed the gospel. Should, you know, will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Anyone who has believed the gospel. And not just tongues, remember. Not just tongues, but interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. Not just tongues, but interpretation of tongues. Prophecy. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 8. Acts chapter 10, Acts chapter 19, all of those people there were filled with the Holy Ghost. All of them. Nobody was left out. All of them. Someone said, it sounds foolish. That's the miracle of tongues. That's the miracle there. 
the foolishness of it. And you know, a man that is not born again cannot speak it. Because it is foolishness to him. But unto us that are saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. The more senseless, the more powerful. The more senseless, the more supernatural. Yayato begelida. Membro do zakaladaba. Legro do zekelede bobo. First Corinthians 14, 15. As a round of the sun. Are you blessed tonight? First Corinthians 14, 15. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit. Who will do the praying? And I will pray with the understanding also. That is, I will speak in tongues. And I will interpret I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. I am the one that will speak the tongues. I am the one that will interpret the tongues. It's not the spirit that will interpret for me. I am the one. The same way I willingly spoke is the same way I willingly prophesy. Am I communicating at all? The same way. There is no rocket science. I will speak with the spirit and I will speak with my understanding. I will sing in the spirit and I will sing with my understanding also. Somebody say, I speak in tongues. Say it with me very loud, I speak in tongues. Say it with me, I prophesy. Say, I tongue and I interpret the tongues. Say, I prophesy. Say, every time I speak in tongues, I prophesy. I interpret the tongues. I will pray in the spirit and I will pray with my understanding. I didn't hear a powerful amen. It is not God that will interpret you are the one to interpret just because you are the one who spoke. So the same capacity to speak is the same capacity to interpret. The same ability to speak is the same ability to interpret. Are we together here? Yeah. Same ability. Get on your feet. Let's pray in tongues for a few seconds tonight. Tala labora katone kelina engebo rokoto sakala namanga engebo jakaya engebo jakaya angala namambro godoso kola da baba la graga doja kelene mahata engebo zokola agrada zokolo da brina kakali namanga engelene mosoto le de brina lengreda gogolo da boja kelina manga 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 angebo sota la da baba le grodo sokolo da brina Lida Bobo Jacalereba, Egebo Zotalia, Egebo Zatalia, Egebo Zatalia, Egebo Zatalia, Egebo Zatalia. Praise your Father. In the name of Jesus. We're going to pray in the Spirit for another one, two minutes. And those of you that are praying here, if you have interpretation to your tongues or you have a word of prophecy, you can step forward. We give, we get you a mic quickly. Everyone, in the next another five, ten minutes, we'll just edify ourselves by the Spirit here. Can I have a microphone? Let me have one additional microphone quickly. Those of you online, you can begin to prophesy online. You can begin to tongue and interpret. You don't have to write your tongues, but you can write the interpretation. You can 
can write the interpretation online. Legoso pira katona keteleba be brege deja kelena manga legrodo sokolo do brina kakolo do boja kelene ma ege bozoka la da brina katole de babaya ege bozakaya 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 alama soto melega lano moro kotoske telene ma ege bozakalene me membre nangro godo sokolo do brina katola ege bozoko angala na membre gado sokolo do boro kotoske talia ege borokota sekelena mama legra gadoja kelena manga egelena mama sotolina mambre gedeshka telia agabazo tobea agabazo tobea agabazo tobea agabazo tobea agobalena mangro do sokolo do brena katalea praise you father praise you father praise you father praise you father egebozotala 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 once you have a word of prophecy or interpretation of tongues, you can just walk up and grab the mic. For thought said God that in this hour and time, yes, yes, yes. there is so much that will be revealed, right. even of the ability of the spirit that is in my sons. Right. And I will cause the earth to rumble by the movement and by the force of the supernatural. Because the gateway to the supernatural, said God, will be by the entrance of the supernatural explosion of utterance that will come upon men like never before. For said God, an army is risen, and they shall go for the landscape of the nations of the earth. And they will take territories, and they will speak boldly, and nations and land shall be taken, and frontiers will be established, and men shall come into the light, and the world will see men like never before functioning in the supernatural grace of God. As you hear so you believe in your heart said God, I will speak the same that I've received. Take that which is of the spirit because you have them already and it will cause many to come out of the place of darkness because my grace shall be overwhelming upon humanity said God. And great harvest is yours. As you speak forth you'll be emboldened and you will function in depths that you have not known said God. For that dimension is here that season is here that time is here where you will walk in the supernatural landscape of the spirit and take a hold of men and cause them to walk in the path of the spirit that they have desires and nations shall be open and doors shall be open and there shall be great manifestations here God hallelujah to Jesus the Lord Right now, the spirit of religion is being dethroned from the heart of man. Understanding is evading the entire globe because light has all been penetrating. You know, when he's saying Ezekiel and saying, Arise, shine, this is that time that the glory is spreading all over. Have I not spoken that my glory shall cover the earth as the water cover the sea? This is that glory. Yes. Because the days are here when the glory will be revealed in my true nature of the person of Christ. That knowledge is here now. That religion is being dethroned. Men are coming into life. Because here the Lord, this day, there are resources coming from everywhere to make this work so that the work can go far and near and penetrate to every nook and cranny. Because here the Lord, men are coming into this life. The 
power of hell is being broken. Religion is the throne. Light has come. Light has come. Consider the Lord. Men are willingly going to submit themselves for this truth because what has held them is releasing them. Because deliverance is taking hold, is taking place in all the nations of the world. There is a power flowing from the throne of grace to the heart, to the ways of the heart of men. Pause here the law. The days of glory is here. Pause here the law. The days of his power is here. Pause here the law. The days of his anointing is here. Things are going to be happening. The dead will come back to life. The dead business are rising up. Situations are giving way. Circumstances are working in your favor. Pause here the spirit of the Lord. Sakaba, Sakaba, Sakaba. Yes, see how well you are doing. See how well you are doing. See how well you are doing. As you are being tossed forth for much more men are being tossed forth. It's a season where men are joining to men. It's a season where men are saying, Come, let us go. Let us go and serve God. Come, let us go and bring forth men unto God. It is a season whereby men are joining with men. Let there's no competition among the men because they have seen the light. Because these men are men who have seen it clearly that it is it is not of one person, it is not of one person's glory, but it is to the glory of God. So it becomes a collective effort. It becomes the working together. It becomes a circle. Men joining hands together. Pushing this gospel to the ends of the earth. Yeah, see miracles, signs, wonders following. Have I not said, for this sign shall follow them that believe that in my name laying hands on the sick becomes common. Oh, haharaba ifo you are full of confidence withhold not back what is in you you are full of my grace for of my fullness have you received grace for grace for you are complete in me having nothing missing so therefore toss forward therefore toss forward with the confidence that I am with you not just with you but in you you are better you are not taking a step without me a step a step you are taking I have taken hallelujah you are my step I am your step you are my hands the Bible says the Lord trusting for signs and miracle with the hands of the apostle you are that hand you are my hand to heal the sick you are my mouth to preach the oh, gospel trust for trust for Whoa! and joy all over glory 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 glory, glory. <laughs> I hear the word intensity. I hear the word intensity. <laughs> intensity. For the glory of this latter house shall be greater than the former. Saith God. These are the days. These are the days of that glory. Eight men shall take hold of you and they shall say, Show us your God. They will see the visibility. Of my glory upon you they will see the tangibility of my power upon you and they shall take hold of you and they shall say to you show us your God in Zion we want to know your God in Zion saith God 
it shall not be you running after them all the time. The glory will be so thick that they will run after you. And they shall say, no, 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 no. Take God to Zion. Show us your God. I hear intensity. Intensity. And these are the days. As you pray more in the spirit, as you yield more in the spirit, as you walk more in the spirit, and as you keep going forth conscious of what you carry on your inside, it will get thicker. It will get heavier. It will get more intense. It will get more intense. It will get more intense. And then it shall be one day. It shall be another day. And before you know it, it will be all over the place. Say of the Lord, these are the days. So go forth. Go forth. Go forth. Go forth. And manifest my glory like never before. Glory to God. <laughs> glory. <laughs> glory. Glory! Anybody else? Those says the Lord. Yes, yes, yes. This is the moment. Yes. This is the hour that young men will come out from bondage of religion. Young men will begin to see vision. Young men will begin to walk in the glory of the Lord. Just says the Lord, this is the hour, this is the time that men will begin to manifest the glory of the Lord. Men will begin to manifest the power of the Lord. Men will begin to oh, see Shantabaya. the glory of God. Young men will begin to dream dreams. They shall see vision and they'll come out of bondage. Just says the Lord and this is the word of the Lord. Yes, Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Egebo shakaya namaha. Angebo soka. Egelele bobo. Egelele bobo. Egelele bobo. Angelele bo shakaya. Just go ahead and begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. Egebo shakala de baba. Angelene mo satande. Egelene mondolo de boza. Kele de brina kangala namao. Egebo shekele de bobo. Rokoto sekele de bobo. Somebody online just wrote, go forth. Go forth. That's what I hear the Spirit of God saying, Pastor Prince, pray for the sick. Just stretch your hands up and minister to the sick right now that are watching those on radio and all over the world. By the power of the Holy Ghost, yes, yes, yes. we break the yoke of sickness. We command sickness. Whatever dimension you operate, whatever level you are, we cause you to the root. And we command you, cut off. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Sickness, leave that body now. In the name of Jesus. Body. In the name of Jesus. That body has been bought. That body has been redeemed. So you have no right to stay there. And we give you a charge now. Live now. In the name of Jesus. And we speak to the sick one. That your healing. Rise now. Walk in your healing. Walk in what Christ has done. In the name of Jesus. That brother is getting healed. That sister is getting healed. You are free now. By the anointing that is present here. Take now your healing. Walk in total hell. In Jesus name. 
Thank you, Lord, for healing. That sister over there, that sister over there, Dr. Gabriel, call her for me. Come and, come and pray. Come and pray. Come and minister right now. Speak to people that are struggling. Ask God for miracles for them. Release miracles upon them right now. Let I break miracles upon each and every one. Whether they may be, distance is not a barrier in your place. Like a mosque, like a Daddy, wherever they may be, I call miracles upon them right now. Let them be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever they are right now, feed not east west south. I lose every hold of the devils upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Miracles upon each and every one of them. Wherever they are, Daddy, only you know the spirits of the Lord. Father, you shall bring miracles upon them. Their sorrow shall turn to joy. Their sadness shall turn to happiness. No more cries upon each and every one of them in the mighty name of Jesus. I lose bondage from I lose bondage from them. Power of the Holy Ghost come upon each and every one of them. Peace not east south when the Father, I call upon you this moment. I call upon you. Visit them this moment. The devil shall leave them alone in the mighty name of Jesus. No spirit of any kind shall come upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Membronda Zakayada, Engebozaka, Egele de Bobosaka, Membro de Zokola de Baba, Mengla de Baha, Angebosokea. Thank you, Father. Praise 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 you, Father. Glory! 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 All over the world, the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. Father, we praise you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Oh, I tell you what a service. What a time of refreshing. Tomorrow we begin to talk about tongues and interpretation. Amen. I tell you I'm excited. <laughs> Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you that your word has gone forth with signs, wonders, and miracles and confirmations. And we thank you for answered prayer tonight. In Jesus' precious name. And everyone says a powerful amen. I'd like you to get out your offerings quickly so I can join Mr. Michael Bush in the next studio in the next one or two minutes as we answer your questions and respond to your calls and emails and bring more doctrinal clarity to you through the teaching of God's word. Now, just before I join Mr. Michael Bush, let me quickly announce again. From Sunday, the, 30, the, the 28th of February to the 7th of March is Open Bible School, Training Evangelism and Discipleship. And we want to invite every one of you hearing the sound of my voice in a quiet bomb state. Everyone, you've been following my teachings. You've been following the teachings that 
are coming forth from this house wherever you are in the state and you desire impartation you desire further training we have we have put together for you a free one week bible school you're not paying any school fees all you need to do is bring yourself here every evening from monday 6 p.m to saturday 6 p.m but before then you have to stop by the office get a form get a form there are forms for you to fill you don't pay anything just fill the form and get yourself ready for bible school beginning from monday evening 6 p.m now on sunday will be introduction and the services are 7 30 a.m and 10 30 a.m two services then from monday training proper but you need to stop by the office here at 98 waniba road uyo Akwaibomste. you need to stop by the office here to grab a form for yourself but it's going to be exciting let me also mention this friday this very friday this friday the tw is it the 25th 25th friday 26th okay this friday the 26th of february we have an all-night prayer here we want to invite every one of you you feel like you need more prayer you need to pray some more you know or your life is so overtaken with all kinds of issues you you want to draw close to god you want to spend time to pray with people who know how to pray join us here on friday by 9 p.m 9 p.m on friday we're praying from 9 p.m till 6 a.m on saturday morning it's going to be a brutal time of prayer you know, it's going to be the kind of prayer you come into and when you're going back, even the color of your skin will change. So we're looking forward to having everyone in Akwaibom that wants to be part of the prayer on Friday here at Power City 98 Waniba Road, Uyo, Akwaibom State. We're excited here. It's happening. The life of God is flowing in this place like you, you, you cannot imagine. So we're looking forward on Friday to seeing all of you at 9 p.m. And then from Monday, I mean from Sunday, we begin the Open Bible School. It's for one week, leader, you know, training, evangelism, and discipleship. Help us tell other people. People you know that are hungry for training, encourage them. Tell them to come over. They should get a form and come. You don't have to be a member of Power City. It doesn't matter your church. Any church, even if you not, don't have a church, all you have is a shrine, but you want to be trained. We need you here. Just come, come. Get the form. It's free. No fees are paid. Praise God. Lift your offerings. Let's, let's pray as we give. Father, thank you for the privilege to give tonight. We give in faith. We give with joy. And we thank you for the opportunity to advance your cause through our finances. And we decree right now that our offerings are a sweet smell. And as your people respond and give in faith, the blessing is upon the work of their hands. And we rejoice that together we see the gospel penetrate every part of the world. And we thank you for the blessing. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Woo! Are we excited tonight? Those of you online, don't forget there's a flyer on my page that advertises the training evangelism and discipleship. Go and look for it. Help me share it. Let's get it viral so more people can be part of the training beginning from Sunday as we begin with, you know, evangelism, you know, training evangelism and discipleship. But we love you guys and I look forward to seeing you in the other studio. Don't go away. Radio audience, when we get to the other studio, Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details for you. But we love you guys and we look forward to having all of you here next week as we study the word of God together and get you trained for the ministry. And until then, enjoy the grace of Christ. I'll see you in the other studio. Let's celebrate viewers around the world for being a part of this service tonight. Glory! Amen! Woo! Amen! Praise God!
thank you for staying tuned. We'll just move straight to the announcement that the radio audience will be waiting for bank details. The three banks, as always, there's FCMB, there's Zenith, and there's UBA. Of course, the account name remains the same. One account name in three places. The account name is Power City International. There's FCMB 2982-68-2028. That's for FCMB, account name Power City International. The second account and uh, the second bank is Zenith 10-12-36-59-12. That's for Zenith. The account name is Power City International. But of course, and then finally, UBA 100-39-26-465, 100-39-26-465. Quickly, quickly. Finally, for sponsorship, just call up, plus 234-803-275-6104. You email Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. Day is uh, DRO, of course. I'm done with those um, opening announcements just in time to go join the man of the moment, the man without whom we cannot run this uh, part of the show. I mean, the entire show is just centered around one man. I was going to say, so the show is uh, Damina-centric, right? <laughs> okay. okay, so Global Bar is still on set. Um, my name is Michael Bush. I'm super excited to be here. But Global Baba is also here, international televangelist, a prolific author, and someone who just teaches the word the way you've never heard before. Help me welcome Global Baba, Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, good evening. Global Baba, so nice to see you. What a blessing. So, so nice to see you. Praise God. That has been your day. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. I'm on radio. I had to go sign on the program, come here. And okay, then, okay. The usual. <laughs> the magic. The usual. The usual. <laughs> so nice to see you, Global Baba. Thank you. Um, uh, we'll just pray. We'll just say the stage As with usual. the ritualistic prayer. Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice that your word is flooding the nations. Hearts of men are open to the truth of the gospel. Minds of men are being rewired by the Holy Ghost through the teaching of your word. And we thank you that even where there was resistance, the resistance is collapsing. Because you can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. The word of God covers the earth as the water covers the sea. So we ask that laborers are released to the nations of the earth to teach and preach and disciple men. All over the world we declare that there's an exodus of men from darkness to light. And we decree that even in our state, our nation and other nations of the earth, our governments continue to, to be used as instruments of creating an enabling environment for the gospel to thrive. And we thank you, Lord, that your word finds free cause, even and it is glorified around the world as it is glorified with us. We give you praise and glory. And we pray specifically for ministers of the gospel that are in countries where there is heavy persecution, where there is strong opposition from the government down against the gospel. We pray that they have boldness, that they continue to preach with boldness. We pray for strength for such ministers and for such believers. And we decree that even in the midst of persecution, the gospel thrives most. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Global Baba, we set to go. We spend the night in Uyo, uh, Akwaibom State. So we're going to be starting here from on this edition of the program. So I got this anonymous entry. says, God bless you, sir. Please, I would like to know how I can see the manifestation of Jesus' finished work 
in my life, like, you know, in the areas of healing, spiritual growth, provision, etc. I thought that when I claimed the promises of God for my life, I would not be attacked by sickness and diseases, yet these challenges still come. So how do I live? How do I enjoy the manifestations of Jesus' finished work? Thank you, sir, for your quick response. God bless you. Amen. Well, first of all, you must set your focus right. If your focus is seeing Jesus as a means to an end, you're already wrong. Because Jesus is not a means to an end. Jesus is the end. Once you find Christ, you find true satisfaction. You find true fulfillment. Nothing can be beyond Christ. Nothing can be better than Christ. Christ is the ultimate. And that's very important. You must be able to receive the gospel in a way that Christ becomes your ultimate satisfaction. Jesus said, if all our hope is in this world, we are of all men most miserable. So there is something better than money, cars, and houses, and it is Christ himself. He said to that woman, if you drink of the well, you will thirst again. But the water that I give you, you never thirst. Jesus is the gift of God that satisfies. However, after receiving Christ, I'm contented with having Christ. As you begin to grow in the knowledge of Christ and feed on Christ and grow in the knowledge of Christ, all of the realities of God on your inside begins to find expression. Things like your authority, things like the fruit of the Spirit, things like all that Christ has provided. Now, however, remember, your body is still mortality. So the fact that your body gets sick doesn't mean you don't have the promises of God. It just shows you that this body is mortal. And that is why this body shall be swallowed up by immortality. So while we are still in this body, we have up and downs. That's why Brother Paul said, in this body we groan, not desiring to be naked, but that mortality should be swallowed by immortality. So there's a groaning in this body because of the limitations that this body poses. However, as you grow in the knowledge of Christ, you're able to exercise authority and keep your body in the best possible way. But don't forget, it's not just reliant on your authority. There are also common sense things you do to keep this body. Remember, this body came from the dust. Therefore, it must survive by the things that come from the earth. Like good food, rest well, sleep well. All of that are part of the things that helps you to live a healthy life. Okay, Global Baba, another anonymous. No, it's not anonymous. It's just anonymous in the fact that they didn't tell us where. He's fighting from, but I mean, it could be jolly well be with you. So his name is Mega, or his or her name is Mega. He says, hello, Global Baba. Thank you so much for your labor of love and for teaching us the true gospel. Please pray and counsel me over my brother, Salom. He drinks excessively, Global Baba, and he's drunk almost every day. He even went to rehab for the same problem, but he only stopped drinking for a while and he started again. I'd also preached to him the gospel and had given him teachings to listen to several times, but he refuses the teachings and would only be interested for a while, and he's back at it again. It also went to a point of him accepting Christ, but his condition remains the same. He drinks to a point, global baba, he doesn't know where he is. Not only does he drink excessively, but he also smokes and is in debt because of his drinking condition. This started when he was 17 years old, and now, global baba, he's 31. Things don't seem to improve. Please. What can we do? Thank you, Mega. Well, as it is with all addictions, not just alcohol, all addictions, smoking, porn, and, you know, you know all, all addictions, it's all because of, you know, lack of identity, lack of an understanding of who you are. And it boils down to identity crisis. The moment you don't know who you are, you become a victim. You become um, uh, a slave. You are bound. 
suddenly you cannot enjoy the freedom that is yours in Christ. So what do you do with your brother who is given to alcohol? Well, the first thing is you've got to expose him to the message of Christ. Let him begin to feed on Christ. Christ is the true satisfaction. What the guy is looking for is satisfaction. He thinks alcohol can give him. Some other people think, you know, um, womanizing can give them. Some other people think, you know, uh, smoking will give them that satisfaction. So the more they drink, the more they want to drink, the more they drink, they have a false sense of satisfaction. And then suddenly it wears off and they go back again. So it becomes an addiction and it becomes a circle of bondage. However, when somebody begins to feed on Christ, begins to grow in the knowledge of Christ, gets baptized with the Holy Ghost, begins to speak in tongues, and begin to enjoy what Christ has provided, suddenly his need for natural things to give him that satisfaction begins to disappear. That is how to break addictions. And we have a number of people who have reached out to us who say just by listening to the things that I teach, they are free from different kinds of addictions. So your brother can be totally liberated if you expose him to these teachings and just begin to pray for him for his eyes to be open. Not just your brother, all others who are having addiction problems. That is how to free yourself from such addictions. Okay, Global Baba, we make um, progress. I'm still staying in New York, of course. Hello, Global Baba. Dr. Abel Damina, your sermons are so lifting. Glory to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our Savior. Please, do you have a Bible school? Is it open to all irrespective of Christian denomination? Attend Cherubim and Seraphim Church. God bless you, son. Be assured. Stay fast in movable, always in abounding in the work of the Lord, for your labor in the Lord is not in vain. First Corinthians 15, 58. Furthermore, I just want to say that um, the intercontinental Mr. Michael Bush is doing a great job on uh, thank you. You're saying Jesus Christ, Nsikak. Wow, Nsikak, what a blessing to have you reach out to us. Well, we have a Bible school. That Bible school comes up every July. It's a whole month of Bible school. And it's open to everybody. Cherubim, Seraphim, why, you know, um, uh, Celestial Church of Christ, open to Pentecostals, Orthodox, I mean, open to Muslims, open to Buddhists, open to uh, any homosexuals, lesbians. The Bible school is open to everybody. You know, it's for everybody to be trained to know Christ. So look forward to July. I will be looking forward to welcoming you to our Bible school. Global Baba. The Intercontinental. My prayer is that when I grow older, I should not look for trouble the way Global Baba does. Oh, Global Baba. Okay, greetings, Global Baba and Mr. Michael Bush. Please, sir, in Matthew 26, 39, all the way to 42. How did Matthew get an account when he was not among the three disciples with Christ and the three were sleeping when Christ went further to pray? Could it be by revelation? Thank you, sir. Well, again, remember... All of these accounts, the people that were around the apostles and disciples had these stories from them. And based on what they heard, they communicated to those who documented. Okay, I'm just trying to see whether I can now leave Akwaibum. Okay, let's, let's go to Wari. Wari is in Delta State. Yemi writes, Dear Global Baba, I thank God for the insight into the word of God. If the disciples were not born again before Christ rose, what then happened in Matthew 10, 1? where Jesus sent them to preach the gospel. Were they not saved then? Well, remember, he gave them power to go and clean and cast out unclean spirits. He gave them power, delegated authority. He delegated to them his authority, and they went in his authority. That's why they say the demons were subject to us through your name. So they were operating by delegated authority. 
Okay, Global Baba from uh, Delta State. Let's just go to next door, Edo, Bidin City now. Please, I have some personal issues, which I've tried my best to resolve, but they have persisted over the years, and I need your counsel on how to overcome them. One, I'm a born-again Christian. I love and serve God, but have been experiencing stagnation, failure, and delay in many areas of my life. I've fasted and prayed, but yet I'm still I'm suffering. Two, I do have bad dreams most times, Global Baba. I see myself in the village. I left for over 20 years now. And in most cases, I see myself living in the same old house, the same dreams my elder sister is having, and as such, we are battling poverty despite all efforts we make. Three, I've gained admission to study in the university for four years, and after six years, I haven't graduated. It's been from one carryover to another, despite reading hard for the exams, and finally four, and many more challenges I've been experiencing. So, counselor, how do I overcome all these? Please, I need your counsel as soon as possible. Godwin from Benin City, Edo State Global Baba. We just go to our first call, our first door. Hello. Yeah, hello. Many thanks for joining us. What's your name? Yeah. Where are you calling from? Yeah, good evening. I'm calling from Delta State. Your name? My name is Essay. I want to ask a question on forgiveness of sin before and after the law. Okay. On one of your Christmas trip mail. Okay. You said we have obtained internal forgiveness. Yes. That was what that was the like that was what you said at the end of the administration. Yes. So sir, my question is, even if a man or a believer sins with or without confession, is granted is he granted forgiveness? Yes, of course. Now you must remember that the forgiveness of sin is not predicated on you confessing anything. The reason why Jesus died is because of your sins. He died for the sins. So automatically by his death, your sins are taken care of. So in Christ Jesus, if a believer be overtaken, if a brother be overtaken, or a believer gets into sin, the Bible's recommendation is that those that are spiritual should restore him. So there is a restoration. But of course that restoration is not confessing sins. That restoration is that Elders in Christ, who you look up to, are able to take you, keep you down, show you who you are in Christ, show you what the scripture says about you, so that you, your, your identity is made very real to you. The moment you come face to face with your identity, that appetite for that misbehavior suddenly disappears because now you know who you really are. And that's how believers are taken care of where sinful acts are concerned. Remember, Jesus already died for you. And the Bible says, as you stay in the light of his word, the blood of Jesus is always cleaning you from every sin. It is an automatic work that you receive from the advocacy of Jesus, guaranteeing you totally cleansed. The reason why you're thinking of confessing sin is because you're thinking of stealing, fornication, adultery. But there are other sins that you commit in the course of the day that you're not even aware of. And if you must confess sin to be forgiven, then there, that means that there are a lot of sins in your life that are not forgiven. Then that means you will never make it to heaven. So the point is this. Jesus' death took care of all our sins, both known and unknown. So whenever you find yourself do wrong, all you need to do is receive what Christ has done, rise up in strength and tell yourself you're bigger than what you just did. And when you say that, the consciousness of who you are destroys the appetite for further continuity in that act. So what we have in Christ is eternal forgiveness. 
Okay, from Edo to Rivers. Hello, Global Baba. My name is Prince Kalu. I'm in Portacot. Did we answer that Edo you read? Yes, I, oh, I read it was uh, a yeah, phone call. Okay, okay. Yes. Global Baba, thank you. What That's was why. it? What was it? Okay, it's, um, it's a whole lot. It's just talking about stagnation in its life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Now, first of all, you must realize that even if you are not a Christian, you will have still been having that stagnation. So you're not having that stagnation because you're a Christian or because you're not a Christian. It is because of your exposure. You must have a mindset where they have already taught you. They've given you a consciousness that tells you as long as you keep having those dreams, you will keep experiencing backwardness. And as a man thinketh, so is he. So what do you need to be free? You need to expose yourself to sound teaching. Sound teaching. You see, the teaching of God's word is a cure to 99.9999 problems of Christians. Expose yourself to sound teaching. The word of God is for reproof. And it is for correction. It will reprove you, it will correct you, and it will instruct you in righteousness. That's what the teaching of God's word do. It will change your mindset. And when your thinking changes, your life experiences will be affected. So you need to change your mind by exposing yourself to the sound teaching of God's word. Just as we now expose the next caller on okay. air. Hello. Hello, good evening, Mr. Many thanks for joining us, ma'am. You know where you're calling from. I'm Ivan Good evening, Global Baba. Good evening. Bless you. Bless you, sir. Thank you. Um, we gave us instructions to study the four gospels. And yesterday, while studying the book of Matthew, the Pentecost, the record of the devil took him that I quote, and he was talking about the different of Jesus. So I want to think of the devil that was working in that chapter. Who is he? And then I already know that devil does not carry Jesus. So what does he mean by it? And the devil took him. Okay. And then So how can Jesus and um, Satan be in the same place at the same time? And then again, what does he mean? What does Jesus mean in Matthew 12, 39 to 32? And again, can you explain the working down in Matthew 22? And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and we were reading, I think, some portion in the book of Mark or something with the family. And those issues also came up and we discussed on them. Remember the parables of Jesus were not literal. So every time Jesus gave a parable, the mission of the parable was to reveal him to Israel. So let me start with the parables before I go to the temptation. Every parable Jesus gave, whether it was the people that were invited and refused to come and they went to the highways. He was talking about the Jewish people whom he came for. And they rejected him and he opened the door to the Gentiles. All right. All the, all the parables were concerning the fact that Jesus was among them and they were looking for Jesus to come. He was using parables to reveal to them that he was the one among them. Even the one that the person came without a, a, a wedding cloth. He came to attend the marriage supper. He was just telling the people that, you know, there's a wedding going on and some of you are attending the wedding that you have been preparing for without wearing the wedding gown, meaning you are rejecting me who is supposed to clothe you and qualify you for the Messiah that you are waiting for. All of those were parables to reveal Christ. 
Now, the temptation of Jesus in Matthew chapter 4 was actually, theologians tell us, it was a summary of all the temptations that Jesus had in life. The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, the pride of life. It was just the way Matthew reported it. The reportage of Matthew was why it made it sound like that. Jesus and Satan didn't travel to a mountain. All of those were temptations in the mind of Jesus. Thoughts that Satan kept throwing into Jesus' mind that Jesus resisted and refused to succumb to. Remember, he was tempted in all points, yet without sin. So that's a summary of the temptations that Jesus was exposed to as a man. He was tempted in the pride of life, the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, summarized by Matthew in Matthew chapter 4 as the devil taking Jesus to a high mountain. It's a style of writing. I hope that helps you. I especially, yes, I especially like the evangel. That idea of, and again, and again, and again. I, I thought, I, I didn't know how we were going to end with that one. But this next <laughs> caller. Hello. Okay. Hello? Yes, many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Luke. Uh, I'm calling from other states. Uh, uh, please, actually, I have a question. It's based on uh, baptism. In the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 8, talking about the, the encounter Philip had with the token Enoch. Um, after the conversation, Philip baptized him with water, and after which he received the Holy Ghost. So, but I, I followed Daddy's uh, teaching, and I discovered that he said, uh, Hold the uh, Water baptism is not necessary. So why should she now baptize him with water and at the same time he receive the Holy Ghost at the same time? So that's the question. Then another thing is, I read some people talking about uh, some pastors maybe preaching about generational forces. Like um, maybe whereby the second son is taken over or overtaking the first son in some families. I will look at it sometimes. It appears to be true. So what I don't know, I want you to throw more light on this. Thank you, sir. All right. If you've been following the teaching, that's why I keep teaching and I say pay attention. Pay attention. Because if you've been paying attention, you will have heard a few days ago, I said the book of Acts is not a doctrinal material. And that's what we've been proving as we keep teaching. It was a journalistic account of what, how the New Testament church evolved how it grew so in chapter 8 they were still growing but if you follow closely after chapter 8 you won't see any other water baptism because shortly after chapter 8 paul the apostle came into the church and brought sound teaching and when brother paul came into the church nobody was baptizing anymore so all of those were were part of their growth period and in their growth they had what we call cross-testamental application they carried over practices from the Old Testament. But as they grew in Christ, they dropped those practices. Remember, the prophecy is John said, I baptize with water, but the mightier than I will not use water. He will use Holy Ghost. The day of John is gone. This is the day of Jesus. Jesus does not use water. He uses Holy Ghost. So when you receive Jesus, you are baptized into Christ. You are baptized with the Holy Ghost. And once you receive the Holy Ghost by salvation, you don't need water anymore because you're already saved. It's one baptism, and that baptism is receiving Christ. Okay, fantastic. I, 
Hello, Global Baba. My name is Prince Kalu. I'm in Potakot. Please pray for me. Everything about me just turned bad. My wife left me with kids and ran away. Please, Daddy, I need words of prayers for God's mercy on my life. I think the same answer we gave to you. Yeah. To, I don't know what was that. There was that a phone call about listening more. Yeah. Listen to the word more. Yeah. yeah. You could find your help. Yes. There. Just pay more attention to the teaching of God. So it will really help you a lot. You know, but, but it doesn't stop us from praying for you. Receive peace. Receive clarity, and in the name of Jesus, we declare an intervention in your situation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. To Abuja, we fly, that's flying from River State, we fly straight into Abuja. God bless you, uh, uh, Global Baba, and Mr. Michael Bush. Kindly explain, First Corinthians 3.17. If any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy. Which temple ye are? PMO in Abuja. What it simply means is if you get yourself into defilement, God is absent from that defilement. And because God is absent, if you expose yourself to defilement, you have a lot of things, you have consequences to confront. That's what he was talking about, Brother Paul. When he was talking about preserving your body, and he was talking about, you know, knowing that you, you carry Christ. So you don't carelessly live a life where you create a room for the devil to torment you physically. From the Namdi Azikiwe International Airport in Abuja, Nigeria, flying straight to Spain. Hello, Global Baba. Please, I really need your help. Please, I don't know what to do about um, this. I do have sex in my dream. Whenever I sleep, before I knew it, I will get wet all over, with, uh, all over my body with sperm. My name is Kelechi Augustin Duro. I'm based in Spain. I'm still single. Please, Pastor. Help me out of this one. Kelechi, there are two reasons why you have wet dreams. The first one is biological. All right. Every, every boy, every guy that grew from boyhood to, to, to youth to manhood or to being a man had wet dreams one time or the other. It's, it's biological. If you ask doctors, they will affirm that. That is part of the proof that your entire reproductive system is functional. In fact, it's just like erection. Boys have erections without any reason. Is part of establishing that your reproductive system is alive. So, and that is why mothers or fathers who observe that their boys don't have erection, they start complaining because it's not healthy and it's not normal. It's part of growth and development. However, when it becomes too much and you start having sexual dreams, it could also refer to the fact that maybe you are spending more time in things that are illicit. Movies, porn, you're spending time discussing with people that talk about filthy things, dirty things, you know, erotic things, you know, sexual things. And if you're exposed to such things, there's no, there's no magic. You're going to have those kind of dreams. So what do you do? Begin to renew your mind with the word of God. Spend more time hearing the word. Spend more time in the word of God. And keep reminding yourself that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And as you begin to feed on the word of God, you say, where well, with that shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed thereunto according to God's word. He says the word of God is water that washes you. So as you spend more time in the word, it begins to clean you of things that could be responsible in your mind for those wet dreams. But once your mind is clean and you have once in a while wet dreams, it's part of your biology. If you ask doctors, they will confirm that. Okay, from Paris um, in France, we'll be going straight to another... European stop, that is Spain, first though, we just have someone finished business back in the live studio. Hello, your name? Good evening, Papa. Evening, bless you. My name. Okay. Papa, um, this is the time to 
I want to cease to thank you for the word that you've been helping to build us up. And one of the best things that has ever happened in my life is the interpretation of the scripture that you've made us to understand. So, let's, going straight to the point, just yesterday I was passing through the street and I saw one of these billboards and they were quoting this verse of the scripture, um, this Joel 225 that says, and I restore you the years that the locust, the canker worm, we know the scripture. So, the very first thing, um, the first thing that came into my mind was like, what is this scripture saying? Because they have been talking about the scriptures for years, so I had to go and read the entire scripture as you've taught us to read um, verses of the scripture in context, the pretext, the post-text. So I actually went and did that. When I read, at the end of it, I came into terms that what this place was actually referring to was God restoring his people, which was through Christ. That's the concept of salvation. So Papa, I would like to know, why is it that, is it that people have, the preachers of the gospel, that they have intentionally been knowing this and they don't want to make this known to the people or they don't know at all? Now, there are two other two questions that I want to ask. So a friend of mine was talking about, um, you know, working in the supernatural without knowledge. That knowledge has nothing to do with the supernatural. So is that possible? And he equally said something today too. He said that when, if Jesus was um, talking, um, saying gibberish things, when he said that, when he mentioned the aspect of um, um, harvesters being little. So now I want to ask you, sir, this aspect of calling regarding today's Christocentric meal, how do you attest to this fact? How do you explain for them to get better that as New Testament believers that we are all called, that we don't need to hear a voice from God before we go into the ministry? Thank you, sir. All right, very good. The first question you asked has to do with pastors. Are pastors not aware of this? Well, let me be honest with you. A lot of pastors don't even know the Bible at all that they preach because many of them they didn't get any form of training. They were just full of zeal, full of excitement, and people told them, you have a call. In my day, I don't know about today, once somebody is very zealous, is always going for evangelism, always coming for prayer meeting, if they see that he's very committed, you will hear people start telling him, you have a call, you have a call. And then after the person thinks he has a call, he takes the Bible. And as he takes the Bible, he just starts saying things that sound good. Or he copies what other people are doing, and that's his own ministry. So many pastors really don't know. They don't know what you know. Many didn't have any training. And then others who are training, they, 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 some of them are not paying attention to the rules of Bible teaching and Bible preaching. They just preach what people want to hear so they can gather crowd. They preach what will make people feel good so that they can gather crowd. That's where the dilemma is. So that is why as we keep preaching the truth, it will become glaring the difference between the truth and falsehood. And people will be forced to preach the truth of the gospel. And those who are ignorant in ministry, when they start hearing the truth, you will find out that they become humble and they begin to learn so that they too can be efficient in ministry. Then on the area of calling, every child of God is called. Romans chapter 8 says, for those he foreknew, he predestinated. Those he predestinated, he called. Those he called, he justified. So every born again believer is called. However, God brings us into the church and gives us pastors who feed us with knowledge. And when you are fed with knowledge, you grow. When you grow spiritually, the fruit of spiritual growth is ministry. You now want to preach. You now want to be a blessing to people. So the message that saves you makes a messenger out of you. And then Jesus never spoke in tongues. Because when Jesus was on earth, the spirit was not yet given. So he never spoke in tongues. Speaking in tongues is a gift that came from Jesus after his resurrection. That's why the first speaking in tongues 
was on the day of Pentecost. And from that day till today, the apostles, all of them spoke in tongues. And every believer ought to speak in tongues. Jesus said, this sign shall follow all those that believe. They speak in tongues. And speaking in tongues is, 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 is not a language of men. Now, your friend that told you that the supernatural is not taught, he himself doesn't know what he's talking about. Brother Paul in 1 Corinthians 12 says, Now concerning spirituals, I will not have you ignorant. That means there is a teaching that is required in order for you to operate in the supernatural. Globoba, thank you. Um, I know that the second live uh, audience question is ready. First, Joe, I just need to go complete this trip to Paris in France. I'm Steve from Paris. I really am blessed by your teachings, Global Baba. I'm so thankful to God for making me come in contact with your teachings. Since I began to follow you, my Christian life and ministry have changed totally. I really honor you and appreciate the great work that you do for the body of Christ, Global Baba. Also, after a counsel from you, I began my ministry here in Paris, starting with a weekly Bible meeting on Zoom. Now it is growing. We have taken a venue and we have our service every Sunday. I would like to have a prayer and a blessing from Global Baba because I was being trained for ministry in a church for some five years where the real gospel was not preached. But since I came in contact with the teachings, everything just changed for me. Now I know that here in Paris, we'll take over this country and all Europe with the true gospel of Jesus Christ. So Global Baba, can I have a word of prayer and counsel or instruction for, the, for this new mission we are beginning? Finally, one of my goals for this year is that one year from now, we'll have grown well and we'll invite you for a massive conference here in Paris. Thank you. Pastor Steve Griffard is in Paris, France. Wow, Pastor Steve, congratulations. I will also encourage you to join our mentoring academy. That will give you an opportunity to interact with me one-on-one -on -one every week. And it will help you as you grow. When you have issues, you can always reach out to me if you join the mentoring academy. However, Father, I pray for Pastor Steve that he has utterance, he has boldness, he is kept by your power, and his ministry continues to find expression, and the word of the Lord grows mightily in the whole of Paris. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Live audience, question number two, and the last on this edition. Hello. Hello. Good evening, church. Good evening, Mr. Bush. Good evening, pastor. Bless you. Welcome. Global Baba, I want to say thank you for what God is using you to do. Truly, I'm blessed with your teaching. I just want to move straight to the question. What's the name? Okay. Sorry, my name is Udeban Brownson. Okay, go ahead. I just want to move straight to the question. It's about this tradition something. It's about the family inheritance, as in when the parents died, now in sharing of the property, as in the will. It happens that, uh, like in my place, I said before you take part as in to inherit what your father left for, you have to like, you know, they, you have to meet a certain demand. Like they will call, come and give goods, come and give this, come and give that. After you like, you cook, you know, prepare something for them. And after they say, should each of the male children should come and be giving money, you know, give goods, give this and give that. So I want to, I want to ask if truly is, is right for a believer for, Inside my spirit, I know that it's not right for a believer to get into such thing because I see it as economic waste. So I just want uh, Kluba Baba to say something about it. Thank you, sir. When they ask Jesus that kind of question, they ask Jesus, is it okay to pay tax? And Jesus told them, get me a coin. 
And he asked them, whose inscription is on that coin? They say Caesar's. And he said to them, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God. If that is a culture in your place and a tradition in your place, since it does not affect your, your faith in Christ, it does not affect your Christianity, you know, give it to them. But if it is too much for you, negotiate with them, talk with them, and see how you can reduce the, the economic waste as much as possible. But you know, they will always insist you have to give them something. So give them and, and save yourself from a lot of trouble and just enjoy the peace of God. Ubaba is a fine place to live. If Cameroon is a beautiful place to spend. Yeah, the it night. is. I know you will like it. <laughs> so we'll stay over in Cameroon. Tomorrow is another day. We come and we continue in style. Until then, okay, Ubaba, we need to say a quick prayer to. All right, Father, we pray for all those that are in need, that are connected to this broadcast right now. People that are sick, those in need of a life partner, those that are in need of fruit of the womb. We pray for people that are depressed, those that are going through challenges in their minds and in their circumstances who need a miracle. Wherever you are right now, we command the devil to take his hands off your circumstances, off your body, and your body be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. We declare that you receive marital favors. Amen. And we pray for those that are married, a miracle of the fruit of the womb. Amen. Receive it Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We pray for students who are believing God for admission, those believing God for scholarship, receive favor and supernatural favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we believe you for massive harvest of answers. Receive it now Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And okay, amen. so Global Baba, any moment now, we are on... Um... Inspiration FM? Yes. That runs yes, from 9 yes. until 10. 9 to 10. Then Inspiration Heritage. FM. Heritage, yeah. 10 to 12. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, 5.45 a.m. XLFM. 11 to 12. I'm 11 to 1. Radio Aquaibom, 1 to 3. XLFM. 3 to 5. You know your FM. And we're back here tomorrow evening on Comfort FM. This is Michael Bush on their behalf. Thanking you for your time. and looking forward to another edition tomorrow. Global Baba, Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush, what a day. It's been a wonderful one today. Well, we thank all of you for giving us the opportunity to serve you the grace of God, both the social media community and everybody on radio and on TV. We look forward to having all of you again tomorrow. Make sure you bring more people to be connected to this grace. And until then, enjoy the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and be blessed. Goodbye.